Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Brave Podcast. Today, I am privileged and honored to have my friend on the show, Dennis Odisho. Dennis is a project executive at Berglund Construction Company, and he have agreed to be interviewed for Speak Brave to share about his journey, about the man that he is, uh, what he has learned, and where he's going. So I'm very excited to have Dennis on the show. Hey, Dennis. Mark, how are you? I'm good. I'm excited that you are here and you decided to share a little bit part, a little bit with us, with the audience, about who you are. So I'm excited to ask you these questions. So, Dennis, how did you become you? Well, I mean, like anyone else, it's a combination of a thousand factors. Um, your parents, your childhood, um, some of the people you've looked up to in business, your mentors... Uh, for me, it's it's a combination of everything, you know, having a strong family, faith-based community, uh, growing up, playing athletics, being able to experience teamwork and having people rely on you, um, moving up through the ranks, being promoted in business, having additional responsibilities put on myself, having a family now to support, uh, having to look forward to the future to old age and retirement so there's there's really so many things that go in to being me yeah. like anybody else of course yeah now, that's uh, a lot that's a, that's a, that's a lot of things that you have mentioned um, one of the things I want to ask you um, Dennis is is there a story maybe from your childhood maybe from your working life or maybe where you as a father maybe uh, a story that you can tell me that, you know what, this is, was a turning point in my life. That was, uh, it's, I can look back at it and think, yeah, yeah. It may not be everything, but it truly reflects in your brain. Yeah. Is there a story like that? It's clear as day. Uh, August 29th, 2015, the day my son was born. I mean, every single thing changed for me that day. I, become, I became extremely motivated. Um, my focus was clear. I knew what the mission was. And in three straight uh, short years, I mean, the things I've accomplished are nothing short of a miracle. I mean, I was determined prior to that, but now uh, I just have, I have a new mission in life. I have a new focus, I have a new purpose, and it's my family, it's my son. It's creating something for him that I can turn over to in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you said you were determined before. What does that mean? What, like, like, can you tell us more? I mean, I would have considered myself an overachiever prior to the, the birth of my son. I, I would always go above and beyond what was asked of me. Uh, even at the, in athletics, as a, as a high school soccer player, I remember waking up at 5 a.m., practicing for two hours in my basement, going to school for eight hours, having a three-hour soccer practice, and then practicing by myself an additional two hours beyond that to be the best, to be the most well-prepared individual out there on the field. Um, and now I feel with the birth of my child that I can do that and then some. I'm digging deep. I'm finding things in myself that I just never knew were there. And it's that purpose that is going to continue to drive me for the next 30, 40 years, hopefully. Wow. It's interesting. 
you're going around your life or go about your life, right? You know, you're a pretty happy guy or gal, and then boom, something happens, and your life is completely turned upside down, right? Sometimes it's a birth of a child. Uh, thank you for sharing. That, that's that's awesome. So that story, when you were waking up at five o'clock in the morning, working out or practicing for two hours, mm-hmm. how old were you? Where were you? What? Why were you? Why? Why? What, what was the end goal that you were working so hard? Thirteen years old. And it was every single day throughout my entire high school career, trying to be all conference, all area, all district, all state to get Mm -hmm. the scholarships in college. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the ultimate goal. Okay. Did you achieve it? I did. I did receive numerous college scholarships. Mm -hmm. I accepted one uh, for Purdue University. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Okay. So now we know a little bit more about you. Um, Tell us what's going on in your world right now, in your business life, and uh, what are you working on? Well, um, we're in the early stages of a, a, a new venture with a company called Berglund Construction Company. They're a third-generation family-owned construction management firm out of Chicago. Um, two main food groups are healthcare, institutional, uh, and we've recently opened an office in Tampa, Florida. We're following a longtime client of ours who is now the senior VP of construction at Baycare Health. And we're in the process of doing a renovation, a small renovation, about three to four million dollars at Winter Haven Hospital for the graduate medical education facility and behavioral sciences. So the last eight months of my life have been dedicated to business development, hiring the right team, ensuring our policies and procedures are laid out properly for the new employees, um, BD being the hardest portion of this. What is BD? Business development. Okay. Reaching out to, you know, some of the best and brightest architects, owners, developers, engineers, university officials, healthcare officials, and getting them to know a little bit more about Berglund and what we do mm-hmm. and who we are. You know, I'm, I've been a Tampa native for the last 15 years, so I've got a vast knowledge of the local sub base. Um, I've completed well over $300 million worth of projects as a project manager in government, private, commercial, mm-hmm. educational. Uh, so we're well-versed, and we've put together a really great team. But it's hard. you know, It's hard starting what is ultimately a new business in an area where you're dealing with companies who've been established for the last 50, 60, 70 years. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to prove. I get it. There's a lot of opportunities out there right now that we're pursuing that are a lot smaller than what we're accustomed to, but we understand we have to pay our dues, and we have to prove ourselves, and we've got to gain the trust of these individuals and become their advocates, and and that's what we're willing to do. So that's what we're working on. Very hard, too. Right. Um, thank you for sharing that. I want to take a switch gears a little bit, right? Um, you're in business. Um, what are the things that you think some of the most uh, critical for a business uh, in somebody in your business and maybe I was, uh, that we can take lessons from you and apply it in the other industry right can you think of any of those that you have learned and not only have learned but actually paid the price to know yeah I mean it's, paid it's the price to know commitment to your profession you mm-hmm. know I take pride in what I do I enjoy what I do um, I make it a point to hire the right individuals mm-hmm. who know Mm-hmm. and have that same passion that I do about what we do. Um, I have made a mistake in the past by hiring an individual who I thought had that passion, who looked really good on paper, but it turned out after three months 
he just kind of fell through the cracks. I couldn't get him motivated enough. And there are people like that. Right. So now that you know this, um, nobody is, there's nobody safe from that, right? So how can we create systems, make better decisions so we don't make those type of uh, errors again? Uh, what, what can you share? I think it's not only important to know what they are good at on paper as far as the profession is, is concerned. I think we really need to know what makes them tick in life outside of work, what right. their passions are, whether it be fishing, hunting, um, painting, stuff mm-hmm. of that nature. You got to know what makes them tick. Why are they working? Who are they working for? What are what what type of obligations do they have where they need this job? Mm. So, and that you feel comfortable asking those questions. You feel uh, that because it 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 moves your business forward. I do. There are certain questions you you have to be careful about asking. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can't ask questions about religion, age, Mm -hmm. stuff of that nature. But there's nothing wrong with asking people about what drives them, Mm -hmm. what's important to them, Mm -hmm. what makes them tick. Right. And then you take that information, and then do you have, um, what is your decision process to make sure that you hire the best uh, based on what you know and where you are and where you're going, most importantly? Like well, I you, know. you listen to your gut. You have like a little checklist. What, what are you? What do you do? I absolutely, my gut definitely weighs in on all of the decisions that I make. I, I, I feel that I've got pretty good intuition. I haven't been wrong on many occasions, but the ones I have been on wrong, I've learned from those mistakes. So it is important that I understand who they are as a person, who they're working for, mm-hmm. um, what they're working toward, whether mm-hmm. it be, you know. A home in Aspen in the winter or something right. in the mountains of Tennessee mm-hmm. for the retirement um, those questions are important to me you know Berglund has a personality profile test mm-hmm. that each one of our uh, employees take mm-hmm. you know and it tells us a lot about what drives them what stimulates them mm-hmm. how they are mathematically under pressure what they would do in certain stressful situations so we, we take all of these into consideration when hiring a new employee. Right. So if I'm hearing this correctly and the way that this conversation is, your team makes or breaks your mission, right? Absolutely. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. It feels this way, right? If you have uh, underperforming people or underperforming employees or team members, no matter how brilliant you think you are, right, or how brilliant your mission is, it will fail. It will. And... So team members make everything. Yeah, they absolutely do. And I've been very fortunate in that I've been able to hire back some of the employees that I've worked with over the years um, from large, well-known corporations who have wanted to come back, not only to work for Berglund, but to work for me. So it means a lot. It tells me a lot about mm-hmm. what I've done right in the industry and how I've treated mm-hmm. people. Okay. I like it. I know you're a man of integrity. I've known you for for some time, mm-hmm. and I can tell that. Uh, I'm so happy you can share that with us. Would you mind sharing with us some of the challenges and obstacles that your industry is going through right now, and how are you prepared to deal with them, and not only deal but thrive and build? Sure. I mean, one of the major problems right now is availability. You know, the subcontractor base right now, they're so busy. There's so much construction ongoing currently that... Nobody has time to put you on the schedule. But thankfully, I've been here long enough and I've got a sub base that are about two to three tiers deep. You know, most individuals, uh, owners who are looking for 
general contractors or subcontractors for that matter will go on Google. And what you're going to find on that first page are the people who are the most expensive and the busiest. But there's an entirely second and third level of subcontractors in our area that even though they don't have the sexy website, they don't have a really nice storefront, they can pre-qualify. They're bonded. They are licensed. They are insured. They have history. They have references that all check out. They've been vetted. They can do the job just as well as the guys on the front page, but at a fraction of the cost. And that's what we've discovered, that creating these relationships, bringing these guys up to this next level, mm-hmm. it just helps our cause that much better. Right. Okay, so you do the diligence, and not only diligence, but you build relationships, you nurture relationships, you follow up. And I feel, this is maybe I'm wrong, but it, it feels to me like you are hands-on type of a um, I'm absolutely. Is that, is that true? I'm ex, I'm, I am a, a micro when it comes to the holistic approach to our project, but I am macro when it comes to managing my employees. Just like anybody else, I do not like to be micromanaged. Mm-hmm. And I believe at a certain point in, in people's careers, they don't need to be. You need to allow them the freedom to sometimes work from home, mm-hmm. to log into a webinar to create meetings on Skype, mm-hmm. and it goes a long way. Right. So can you repeat that phrase one more time for us? Because I haven't quite heard it before. Can you say it? Holistic, macro, micro, uh, what is it? So I this will yeah, so we'll have a transcript of this, but I just want to hear it again. Sure. So my managed approach, I take a, a, a macro approach to my management. Macro, okay. Uh, overall, general. Overall. Mm-hmm. I don't want to micromanage my employees. Uh-huh but I micromanage the project in that I want to know that the holistic nature of the project is in good health. Holistic nature of the product. There you have everyone. There's not something you learn every day, but I love it. I love it. I'm going to um, learn more about it. Thank you for It's sharing. good stuff. It's good stuff. Okay, so you told us about where you, where you came from, what you're working on, your challenges, and the, the tools that you have. Can you share with us what's next for you? What are, what are you building personally, professionally, and uh, as a man, uh, as a part, big part of this community? Yeah, well, I mean, personally, I'm trying to raise a productive member of society that gets a full-ride scholarship to the University of Notre Dame to play soccer. That's my three-year-old. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Hopefully. You heard it here first, yeah. and then this will live in perpetuity, you know, right? And then, <laughs> and then he'll listen to it when he's of age and say, Dad! Of course. <laughs> Dad, this is where it all started. Let's of claim course. it. Yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, uh, growing the family, you know, personally growing the family, two to three more children. Um, professionally, obviously, I am here for the long run. I have got intellectual ownership in this office for Berglund here in Tampa. It means a lot to me. It is hopefully something I can turn over to my son 20 years from now. Um, it's becoming a brand name, you know, letting people know we are there. And, and we do. We do things differently than other people because I genuinely care about this. You care about the process, the finished product, the people involved, and users. All of it, the entire process, the journey, it's all important to me. And, and I enjoy it. I embrace it. I look forward to going to work on a daily basis. I'm one of the few individuals that can truly say that and mean it. 
Right, right. But it took you a while to get that, right? To have that feeling. Uh, the reason that you shared this with me so frankly is because you own this. You own this information. You own this uh, truth. I absolutely do. It's something that I believe in my heart. I believe I was put on this planet to do just this, is to build. Wow. I mean, I'm committed to the cause. Yeah. I think clarity gives you confidence too, right? You know, the way that you um, deal with yourself, with your uh, circle, and with others. If you have clarity, people see that. People see the clarity, and I think they, they, they understand it on a gut level, and they respect it. So thank you for sharing that as well. So, Dennis... Now that people know you and heard you on the podcast, what's the best way to reach out to you if they'd like to work with you? Absolutely. You could go to the website, which is berglundco.com. Go to profiles, see our team. My contact information is listed there. Um, email address is dodshow at berglundco.com. Cell phone number, 813-494-2809. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm sure you will have some people reaching out to you learning more about your business and how they can work with you. I enjoyed this conversation. Me too. I learned more about you and I wish wish you achievement of your goals in the time that you want and then exceeding them. Indeed. So thank you. Thank you, my friend. And I will see you next time. Don't forget to speak brave.